the Gideon Guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I am Travis Walsh. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And we're finally here at the finale of season five. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, real quick, quick announcement. I'm not going to go into too many details. We're going we're gonna to be after this. We've been both super busy. Travis, we've got so much going on. So much we can't even talk about. But when yeah. we can, wow, it's going to blow your frigging minds. And, uh, and when we come back, it's going to be in two ta- 2023. And there's going to be some, a bit of format changes. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to go into it now. But because uh, I'm still working out the details and taking time off for the holidays and, uh, and everything. So, uh, Travis, you told me you had your first snowfall. Yes, we did Out yesterday. Did yeah, it feel like it, Christmas already? It does. It does. Oh yeah, we we but we uh, we splurged on a fake tree finally, oh, like nice. one that's got like built-in lights. It's pretty rad. Oh, that's just and lazy it's, though. Yeah, it is. Got to hang but, your lights, buddy. Uh, I'll go with the fake I've tree. I've done it in the past, but now that I've seen this, it's just like what's what's the point, man? Uh, also, I've this is the first time I've ever had a fake tree. Sorry, I got pretty close to the well. That, okay, so you've been a real treeman for uh, always. Yeah, it's going to be hard not having that. Uh, Pine scent. Uh, Nora, let me ask you. Let me ask. My let daughter me ask suggested you this. put it one of those little uh, uh, car air. The things you hang. You hang yes. them from the tree. Yeah. Make them ornaments. Yeah. You know the air fresheners. Uh, let me ask you this because, uh, as uh, our listeners are aware of, um, uh, since the last time uh, we've talked here on this uh, podcast, I I, came, I got to be in the house. That's, I was up yeah, in Vancouver. That's right. That's right. Johnny got to come and. Uh, Oh, I mean, we were fortunate. We got to have Johnny in Vancouver uh, for our uh, for a Boom Pro Wrestling show. He did a great job, man. It was so much fun. We've had another show since then. It's still surreal that this is happening. It's surreal that, you know, I think back to when we decided to do this and how we just kind of started this friendship and then we started doing Titans and and this is how we get to meet. You know what I mean? That was how we got to meet in person was with the, the not only that, like really, as I said, that, 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 cause you were, you were in and you were out, but we, that night, the night before we, uh, we really tied one on <laughs> with Kelly and our friend, Sean. Oh yeah. And, dude, Sean, I got, I got and Sean's hammered, best but... buddy, Julia, and, and Julia, <laughs> Kelly's wife. Uh, we had a great time. Oh, I got um, hammered, man, but I wasn't far. The dude, I was. I, I was just like, like I, I mean, I wasn't like hungover. I was just super tired all day, and I couldn't really. I didn't really because I was. I, I mean, I, I mean, I always, I still get nervous, right? I'm getting a little well, less nervous each time. Pre- you had a show to prepare for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, um, right. Uh, I was staying in a, a four star hotel in downtown Vancouver, being <laughs> uh, driven around all day by uh, the great uh, Kelly T. Nelson, yeah, and his wife, uh, and his wife uh, Julia, Julia, right? Mm-hmm. And. uh, who were took me to brunch we went out to lunch uh we, she made a wrong turn on a bridge we drove through the irene uh the 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 protests going on about what's going right. on in, on, in, in, in iran, iran. In iran yeah. uh but going over the bridge i got to see the gas station out in the middle of the fucking bay which yeah bravo i love Isn't it we that... should have had, the jersey shore should have that shit hey uh, you know like i've, I've always had this long standing question uh, like um like i i must admit like, i i learned it from my an ex-girlfriend of mine who passed away recently, like lost a battle with cancer. But um, uh, she had always had this idea, like, you know what? 
I wonder if you can get like bags of chips there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? imagine, right? Yeah. Can we like swim out there and get a bag of chips? You bag you probably get a bag of bait, definitely. They, they got oh, for sure. Bait. Right. But is it just like like other magazines in there, batteries, like the things that you get at a regular? Well, what would you need uh, if you're going out fishing? You know? All that kind all of that, stuff. All of it. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, also next time i come up and believe me there will be a next time yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude i'm single and have disposable income i love it uh i'm gonna book book it for maybe a day or two longer because sure i fell in love with it i loved it yeah, that's i, so I cool, man. loved vancouver uh didn't get to see enough of it, but even uh the street where the uh, the canadian legion the boom box if yeah. it will as you call it. yeah yeah I like that. Our buddy uh, Tony Baroni uh, said on Twitter he's really liking that we call it the Bucks. <laughs> I like it too. It's good. That's a, that's a legion where Boom Pro Wrestling takes place. Yeah. But but for the show, uh, we got there uh, Kelly, Julia, and uh, and Sean, mm-hmm. and uh, we had time to kill and just kind of went walk, walking up and down the streets of uh, what's what's the street that, uh, that's on Commercial Drive. Commercial, Commercial Drive. Drive there. Yeah. And I was like. And, uh, and also, I was already dressed uh, for the show, but I had my rain jacket <laughs> over my my sparkling ensemble that I had many mm-hmm. compliments on, by the way. Yeah. Uh, from Strangers. And uh, so many great, just, I, I, just, I, I can just tell, so many great restaurants, so many cool little bookstores and record stores. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could spend mm-hmm. a fucking day here. Dude, if there's one, day. if there's one, uh, like there's several neighborhoods that all have like a really uh, special kind of flavor to them in Vancouver. But if there's one that I could have picked for you or that we could have picked for you, I think like they knew what they're doing. Commercial drive is, is totally Johnny Hedgefest. Well, it's also uh, little Italy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> among, and little Portugal and uh, like a, a lot of everything over there. It's pretty awesome. But and I do have to congratulate you uh, before we get to the show, congratulate you on, you know, you really, I, I can't remember who said it uh, while I was up there, but uh, I, Maybe you remember uh, who said it while we were pounding beers and eating. Uh, I, I went with a full uh, Canadian uh, dish of um, uh, fajitas. Uh, yeah, while we went out, <laughs> out to eat. Um, yes. I did have a Caesar salad. That's right. Uh, uh, for lunch. Um, and <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, gosh, I almost forgot. forgot, forgot my fucking so, point. Somebody was saying something nice about me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You've really made it as a North American city when you have quite the thriving Skid Row, like That's I saw. Right. On, right. but but no. Who was it who said that? I can't remember I, who it was. I can't remember. Yeah. But but because as we were driving down it, um, uh, Kelly was like, "I'm like, oh, okay, ten cities. There's ten cities. I'm like, we got plenty of them in Denver, you know, mm-hmm. it's along mm-hmm. the sidewalks." But then the the je ne sais quoi, the junkies next to the ten cities literally yeah. hanging over so many so many but but here's what really makes it a north american uh, metro, metro, uh metropolis it's the same street where my four-star hotel was just a couple blocks down that's right that's just a right. couple blocks down yeah we have a thought come on like I, I mean ours is 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 pretty unique because in canada we're the only place where like i said we got our first snowfall there and we might, we might get two or three before the end of the year but it's mm-hmm. the only place in canada where that happens and it's not you're not going to die if you're outside right now so that's why ours is and it's a port city too so the access mm-hmm. to to drugs and things like that is pretty uh pretty prevalent um mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm glad you got to 
you got the full meal deal buddy that's for sure mm-hmm. well yeah I, I told him and it was true in, in, my, in my late 20s i would have sauntered down there after uh we had all gone home but not all the way down just to where it gets seedy enough yes, where yes. i where it's just seedy enough and i'll go yeah. into a seedy bar and have a couple yeah. beers and just kind of people watch like i'm mm-hmm. not gonna go hang around the junkies but yeah. i will You're not gonna not going to seek out some H. That's not no, what no, Johnny no, no, says. No. I just, you know, no, no. I, 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 I mean, look, yeah, let's, let's, unless you're talking about hookers, you know, that's, I like the people watch that. Just show. the, just the third H. <laughs> <laughs> Second oh, one, one is horses. Thing. Second one, one is horses. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. One last thing. So after the show, the, the, uh, the, 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 the boom show, which mm-hmm. by the way, I had such a good time. Uh, everyone was so cool. But, you know, afterwards the show, we had a few beers. You know, you got to wrap stuff up. I had an early flight. Uh, it was raining, so I didn't want to walk around and try to find a place to eat. I was like, it's late. I'll get back to the hotel. I'll DoorDash something. Mm-hmm. Get back to the hotel. My DoorDash isn't working. Now, if I just bothered to check my messages, I would just had to just approve something from my bank. But right. like, don't know what to do. No room service because it was uh, too late. And I'm trying to walk around that area, trying to find a place to get something to eat. And there's not a lot, you know, not in that part of town. You know, everything's mm-hmm. closed. Everything's very fancy. But I walk for a while and I find a place called Burning Crust Pizza. Mm. And I'm like, and they're open to like four in the morning. Great. I go in, I get a few slices, go back to the hotel, take a bite, take another big bite, realize why they call it Burning Crust Pizza. It's spicy. fucking spicy pizza. Fuck you. Yeah, what the you fuck? I had to spit food. it out. I had to spit it the fuck out. The crust is literally full of like jalapenos or something. Like, what the fuck yeah. did you do to pizza? It's wrong. You could have killed you. me with my ulcer if I I got you. That's the trick. Hey, buddy, Christ. Yeah, I need, I need the prank. I got to let the boys know the prank work. I, I is that what it was? Was it you? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, the old burning crust. Only thing open in your neck of the woods, pal. Yeah, then I figured out my DoorDash and actually had a uh, a, a 1.30 in the morning Big Mac. So, Ooh, man. You know, All not right. that bad. Well, so what is Canadian Big Macs? Sure. It's a little bit different. Well, I noticed yeah. the Egg McMuffins taste, the, the sausage McMuffins tasted completely different. Yeah, mm. I go to Canada and try the cuisine, the McDonald's. <laughs> the Scottish cuisine. Well, I think, uh, looking at the menu, they actually had blt mcmuffins like we Hmm. don't have that i would have tried that i like blts anyway you know what i like this episode of legends of tomorrow travis please give us the the synopsis synopsis of what's the name of this one swan Swan thong still controlled by the fates the legends find themselves in a 1984-esque world they soon discover that things aren't as they thought they would be the legends must convince the civilians to trust them and stand up for their right to choose but the fates don't make it easy by resurrecting the encores once again. All right. So one last, now that we're talking about legends, I do have to tell you about this. So you, we, we, we talked about this or texted about it. You saw that James Gunn, you know, who's now running DC, mm-hmm. the entertainment uh, aspect of it, acknowledged a very nice acknowledgement of the save legends of tomorrow. Uh, 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 cause. Yep, that's still going on. Like Carrie from our friends at Bebo's Legends podcast mm-hmm. is somehow getting her hands on like used uh, costumes and stuff, wow. and doing ra- and doing ra- uh, raffles and stuff to raise money to buy more billboards and all this kind of shit. Uh, 
So he acknowledged it. Very nice. I kind of figured, you know, it's like it's nice of him to acknowledge it. I don't think there's going to be any, you know, any yeah. se- season eight or we'll say, my idea, animated movie. Because I know I heard D- that. Yeah, yeah, DC animated movie because they make they make everything into animated movies now. Do an animated mm-hmm. movie. You could get every single person who's ever been on the show to be a voice actor. Wrap it sure. up. I think that. Did be you see fun. that? Um, <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It was wonderful. <laughs> I, I was kind of in and out. Nor was really enjoying it. I thought it was uh, thought wonderful. Was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was cute. Uh, the Kevin Bacon stuff, and Nora really marked out for me because uh, what's his name? Groot got a Game Boy at the end, and Nora loves. Uh, Nora's uh, love. Thick Groot. 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 This new Groot. New Groot. He's a thick king. Is he? <laughs> You need to take take another look. This ain't skinny Groot with the first one we met. This Groot's a thick king. Right. right. Okay. But so, but then of course the internet being the internet, James Gunn posted some other positive thing some weeks later, and someone responded with like, "Well, fuck that shit. Just hashtag Save Legends of Tomorrow, you fucking asshole." And he responded. And it it made all the those websites. It was like James Gunn responds to crazy legends fan, and it was just like there's no need for that. It basically, there's no need for that sort of negativity, which put Carrie and the rest of them who are like actually doing all this shit on their heels and having to like he doesn't represent us. It also it's it's right. something to watch from afar, man. It's wild. Oh boy, wild. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, wow, yeah, interesting. And, and and of course the CW dox this guy yet? Can we, can we, we dox him? Yeah, we gotta figure it out, dude. Well, James Gunn made him look like an Wreck asshole. This motherfucker's life. You know, well, like, how, made- how how toxic? Like, oh gosh, imagine if there's a, a, a there's wow, maybe this is the the seeds of the toxic verse fandom I've that comes seen, out of Legends. I've seen well, no, I've seen a little bit of it, and it's one thing, and I'll put it it's hey, just I'll, everywhere. Well, no, I'll 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 put it out on Legends Main Street. You know, everyone knows how much of a fan I am, but. On Twitter constantly, there's like some like random thing, you know, some person who works at a network puts I was like, you know, hey, what was your favorite episode of blah 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 blah? And uh mm-hmm. so it was like nobody fucking cares, save legends of tomorrow, or just like everybody yeah. just answers save legends of tomorrow just to get the hashtag trending. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm 52 years old, and sometimes yeah. I'm just like, hey, you know, someone just is just trying to fucking work. Right. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, I that's it. a shame yeah i can see that <clears throat> oh well and the cw or not cw anymore whatever did cancel star girl uh this season is its last big shame mm-hmm. the show is legitimately fucking great uh but you know and again at, in this season i think someone heard me mention it uh because last season just nothing but ass shots like i said this right. season no 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 conspicuously no. they i mean it, it almost mm-hmm. stands out to that they're making sure that someone noticed that and pointed it out that it was creepy, you know. Like, yes, uh, Breck is twenty-two, but the uh, the characters of sixteen. Indeed. This entire season is butt shots, is where none of them are. Uh, and they they brought back the they they brought the ultra humanite in as one of the big bads. Okay. Who was okay? DC nerd uh, talk. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Justice Society villains. A uh, giant mutate mutated ape with a mad scientist brain in it. Oh yes, yes, yes. Of course, I know who that is. Yeah, you know the <laughs> ultra humanite. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Looking great. great. How did it they look good? Look, you know what? CGI, but in shadows, looks good. And they spend a lot of money on this show, mm-hmm. so look, it looked pretty good to me. But uh, 
I mean, it jumps off the screen. You're like, that's not a real giant mutated ape in a red fucking suit, but you know, looks pretty yeah. good for fucking the CW. Sure. Anyway, the show starts outside the Loom Temple. There's a guy doing graffiti about you know, fuck the mush, and uh, Charlie's there reporting for a uh, god duty, and uh, Lachesis uh, tells us she w- says uh, <laughs> like this. She says, ah, we were skeptical skeptical of putting the legends on TV, but they've helped pacify the masses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple a little bit of that. A uh, couple things too. Oh, one yeah. spot that Nora really noticed later. Oh, oh so did Nora watch this entire one with yeah, you? Yeah, she's she has stayed home sick today. So while I was Oh uh, no. I, she well, okay? I and then I yeah, she's better now. She's got to go to our school tomorrow. We're telling her because that's what happened. Christine had to your... stay home from Christine had to stay home from her work uh two days ago and i had to stay home today so mm. that's what happens yeah. if you take your child to fucking wrestling matches dude. No, please no it's filthy so... animals <laughs> no it's the uh the uh the school itself is a fucking uh, of course a bunch, of, a bunch of outbreak monkeys running around there. <laughs> oh one thing i did want to add to the mm-hmm. uh, the story of the boom show mm-hmm. um so i had had my phone charging behind me yeah uh at the table where the where the (laughs) ring bell was and i was announcing from and there's one of the wrestlers who appeared there uh listeners a youngster second match ever named casey ferreira who uh, i was very impressed with he got carried to a great match by actual um veteran and uh fucking super talented pro uh, nicole matthews yeah amazing yeah Yeah. and uh who uh and uh, Casey had a little fan base and they were s- sitting behind me. And after the show, they uh, came up, uh, come, came up to me, uh, these, these, these young, these, these youngsters, Travis, and they complimented me. Uh, I said, Oh yeah, you did a great job. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was, oh, thank you very much. And really, I just wanted to get outside and have a smoke. Uh, thanks. <laughs> and uh, I'm checking my phone at the airport the next day to take a look at the picture you took of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what the fuck says they photobombed my phone, but all nice the pictures stuff, of like, themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, giving me the thumbs up and like, hey, and waving at me and shit. It was awesome. As I found out that my plane was being delayed by an hour and a half, it mm-hmm. meant that I was going to have to run through the SeaTac airport like OJ, but with my hobbled legs, uh, it, it really made my day uh, as I had great. as I had two uh, two Tim Hortons uh, breakfast sandwiches. I did have some Tim Hortons at the airport. Sure did. There you go. There you go. So the legends are walking around town and Mick's uh, clicking his beeper. uh, The whole, I call it beeper. What do you call it? Your car? Uh, Just like your keys, uh, like your car finder kind of thing. Car finder? uh, Yeah. Unlock it. It opens your, opens, locks or unlocks your doors. Yeah. The beep beep thing. Yeah. And, uh, and Bayrod's not feeling good. Uh, Constantine runs into fans of the tv shows they were on and uh trades their clothes for their clothes so they can go undercover and that's what gary and mona find the team and uh tells them that the wave rider is probably in this giant dump where they put all the good stuff so they sneak them in on a garbage truck and all the good stuff there here's some of the the good stuff that the fates have gotten rid of fuzzy dice i was like really fuzzy dice is that really i don't know i could live without them Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, massage chair fuck you fates because this was i got one right behind me right awesome. now and uh it has saved my life travis 
I hear you. I can imagine. My dad has a really nice one. Oh, I like to well. use every time I go back to Calgary. I mean, great. It's not like Homer, you know, the one Homer gets. I'll like... take it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I wish. But for that, I need to. Oh, we just passed the legal uh, mushrooms here. So uh, maybe I'll get them. I haven't done them in like 10. Uh, shit. I don't know. Put on 2001 or Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't watch 2001. It's fucking boring. I'd eat a bunch of fucking mushrooms and uh, sit in my massage chair and, and watch a PBS documentary. That's where I'm at now in life. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I just watched one on Walter Winchell the other night. I was like, this is the best thing I've watched in years. Awesome. <laughs> oh, and waffle makers. I was like, I guess, I don't know. I'm more of a pancake guy, but uh, sure. Uh, Mick starts clicking, and that's what goes to the intro. So we got Sarah and the others are sneaking into the loom headquarters and uh, reads the guards and uh, like, Cool little fight uh, scene where uh, the lights go dark because she's blind and every time she punches the guards, it flashes. Mm-hmm. So you see him. I thought that was cool. And the fates are taking requests from uh, the citizens. And this one uh, girl, she's like, hey, I want my TV shows back. You know, are, were they tired from the crossover? And uh, that's what Lakisa sees the, the, the nerd in Constantine's coat and realizes that the legends are loose and sends that tropus off to kill him. Uh, Charlie starts to defend him, but uh, Lakisa's again is guilting her about being the creator of chaos and ask her, she's like, Hey, what do you think these humans want? You know, chaos or this or peace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she says, peace. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know. I feel, I mean, I'd be all for peace, but uh, I, it's not the gray jumpsuits. <laughs> right. That's always part. That's a dystopian. Uh, that's the dystopian uniform. But I'm like, look, I'm like, look, if the cost is I get to watch fucking silly TV shows and eat mush and everything's fine. Mm. Uh, uh, all right, mm. maybe I'll trade I'll trade chaos for that. But no, I can't okay live with, with the, the fucking I can't live with the fucking. Yeah, but everyone looked good in the fucking. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Good sense. point. Good point. That's never <laughs> this steak. This steak. I know yeah, it's that's not what real. I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That's the exact uh, stance you're taking. Mm, that is, yeah, but, yep. it, but yeah. What okay. did you see? What it looked like outside of the matrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, all, you got no eyebrows and all those holes in your back and shit. No, not that. A bunch of fucking smelly ravers. Yeah, with their fucking right. smelly dreadlocks. That's no, thank right. you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And the dump is huge, by the way. This mm-hmm. huge fucking dump. And I'm like, so that's got to be CG- CGI, right? I mean, the, yeah. But it looked real to me I yeah no like, it looked good it looked good i do this i mean you could do that on a sound stage and then just i guess it looked like it was outside of a bunch Cuba. of recreate a bunch of different um uh piles behind like i think there's just one real pile and a bunch of yeah i know i just i was i was looking for the seams in it and i didn't see it and it was like mm. in the background i could see vancouver i recognized it mm. now <laughs> we do have a city dump it ain't that clean but, it, but i can tell you it ain't that colorful <laughs> Hey, if the city dump in Vancouver was uh, that colorful, I would have hung out there. Yeah, it would have been yeah. delightful. It's like it's like a, oh. the rats are like Disney yeah, Disney exactly. characters. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, when are you going to Disney? February twelfth to the fifteenth, we'll be in Los Angeles. We're going to meet up with our our buddy from uh, Mystery Titan Theater, Kevin uh, Lyon. Oh, oh that's lives, fantastic! Like, he lives oh, like a mile. By the way, from, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll be enlisting him to to be a oh guest. perfect yeah great choice man he's the best he's he the is best. the best he the is best. the best yeah 
So yeah, we're there. We're there. Thirteenth and fourteenth. I gotta keep an eye on things for because because there's always these long shots. You can book the hotel re- or not uh, restaurant reservations because there's a restaurant inside the Pirates of the Caribbean called the Blue Bayou that's really hard to uh, things. It's really for. hard to get into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So who who's working the door? Uh, uh, Peg Leg Pete. What your doctor's wish, name is? I wish that'd be the best. They, <laughs> oh man, I love that oh, dude. That's my favorite. Uh, Disney stuff that's not like I don't know, like Wally. I love, but I love like Oswald, and I love like that early Mickey Mouse when they drew it when he's like chewing tobacco and mm-hmm. and you know abusing Minnie and stuff. It's just so <laughs> weird to see him like that, and he's just drawn a little differently. Like he doesn't have shoes on, you know. It's so I uh, like that style. I love that, it. I love that, it. The, yeah. Mickey Mouse's best style is that stuff. Uh, speaking of which, I'll give a nerd recommendation. Uh, it's comic book related. It's comic strip, but. I've read a few collections of the Mickey Mouse daily comic strip from the late 30s, 40s, and the and the the, the 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 art style stays that original Mickey yeah. style. And, and I know they're what you're talking about, and they're they're not one gags; they're long story like arts. Sega, like Carl Banks style, right? exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're fantastic. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. In, there's one where I mean, he's having a shootout with fucking Pete. Uh, uh right. wild west town dude it, yeah and there's it, not a lot of talk about mickey mouse great. comics but they're yeah they're I, I know the one you're talking about they're yeah. better they're better than any mickey mouse cartoons actually. oh wow wow I, I think uh, so. those are those are special too if leonard Maltons taught me everything anything <laughs> it's the beauty of the animated disney short <laughs> some things about I'm... this movie some things about this episode of legends tomorrow i really like other things i didn't like at all <laughs> it's not this episode as the finale it has we'll save it but i think you already know it my favorite scene ever in legends hmm. but the better episode is the one before yeah. uh even though it's been a while is the penultimate episode yeah. this one's a little shaky with a few things but i think it's again, in, i it think has it's my favorite scene of all time yeah it's fairly emblematic of the series as a whole this uh, i'd say this episode is has some has some really great moments, but still got got those voids. Got those voids. So, so they find the loom, Sarah, Constantine, and Astra, and then we got the team in the dump. Mick, uh, it, it works. He finds the wave rider. Pretty funny and moment. It was pretty funny. Mick, uh, with the old uh, Nate's like that'll never fucking work. And the battery's mm-hmm. fucking dead. And beep beep, it fucking works. He mm-hmm. moves away the stuffed animals and shit. And uh, and Zano has to say, "Shut the front door." I fucking mm-hmm. I hate that. Just if, if oh, you yeah? can't, if you're not gonna say, "Shut the fuck up," just come up with something else. Because you know what? Nobody in real life ever says, okay. "Shut the front door." Okay. What about this? What about this? Oh, for five six. No, that's, no, that's pretty saying. good. I think really. No, you got to think about you around kids and stuff. Oh, for five six. That's pretty no, my good. Mom, I think. No, my mom had some good ones. Uh, it was a uh, what was it? Oh gosh. Uh, no. she's a good ways to not take the lord's name in vain and yeah. also curse my uh, big one is my my i think i've told you about my dad's that doesn't sound like well i'll tell you my mom's first is when she'd like stub her toe she's like farmer jones's chickens well, what <laughs> farmer jones's chickens farmer jones's ch- okay 
But my so dad's, shut the front door works for you then. My dad, uh, no, I don't hate it, but my dad's greatest, the thing that sounds like the worst swear you've ever heard, even though it's not a swear at all. And we know that my dad's like trying to fix something and he's just swearing at it. We know that he's steaming. So you just got to stay away from him for like half an hour is a uh, dirty, rotten pig liquor. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. That's, that's pretty bad. It sounds raunchy, right? <laughs> he's blowing a pig. Yeah. Okay, someone's sucking a pig's dick, Travis. That's fucking filthy. Or his asshole. He's okay. Someone's either suck, okay. Look, someone's either sucking a pig's dick or giving it a rim job. Either way, that's fucking filthy. I like your yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah, you guys get along. I know it. I'm gonna start using that. My dad never bothered. Yeah, I, I heard it all by the time I was fucking three. Oh, yeah, us too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nora as well. <laughs> so Mick uh, is like, fine, I found the ship. I'm going to go find uh, my daughter. So uh, Constantine is telling Astra that she can, she's a magic conduit because uh, her mother was such a powerful witch and uh, wants her to try to take down the loom. Uh, and we see, oh, they're in the loom room and everything. It's like this. Just, I don't know, uh, golden. We, we kind of saw it before, but just still the golden uh, the fabric, I guess, CGI fabric uh, yep. spinning around and everything. Yeah. And this is a bold, they really tried to go for this kind of like bare rooms and then just let the visual effects kind of just light it all up. Um, they went for it, you know. It still feels CGI AI in parts, um, but the, it's bold. You know, like this is a, this is, this is, cre this is something you don't see on TV every day, you know, this oh, no. fucking thing. It felt really, uh, I thought the sets felt kind of uh, next generation at the, at time. A little, a little. Yeah. Like some I mean, of uh, like they're more, yeah. Um, oh, I do want to say that, uh, that loom te uh, temple of fates there is the Queen oh, Elizabeth theater here. The in, Queen uh, Elizabeth Vancouver. theater. Yeah. I've seen a lot of uh, bands there, including uh, Strokes, uh, Sloan, wow. um, Gosh, Elvis Costello, uh, Hanson. I saw the Queen Elizabeth nice. Theater. I'm not gonna uh, hey, look, you, you'd think okay, you'd think maybe I'd shit on Hanson. No, not so, sir, because number yeah. one, Umbop fucking fucks that song, fucking fucks. Yes, it does. Yes, and it does. um, when they first came out, I, I was kind of a little dismissive, but I was like, well, this fucking song, it fucking, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it fucking fucks. Uh, and I was like, you know, these fucking kids are playing their own fucking instruments, which that's still meant a lot to me. Yeah. Even in Big my time, right? See, I, thought, I, I see them as kind of uh, in between the Archies and the Jackson Five, like something that kind of blend of the two of those. Not quite as soulful, not quite as obviously not quite as soulful, but they've got a little bit more, you know, pop to them and aren't quite as directly poppy. I, you know, the, no, you know, the Jackson Five didn't play any fucking instruments, so uh, nope, Hanson nope. did. So there you go. And also, I didn't get to see it, but I heard the bootleg of it. Um, the, the famous, uh, I don't know how famous it is uh, up there, but there's a famous nightclub called the Wetlands Preserve that was in New mm -hmm. York City from the 89 up to 2001. That uh, for a while, I was a regular at on the weekends. We all were. It was the it was in a shitty part of town right by the Holland Tunnel. Uh, but it was the jam band nightclub. Mm -hmm. Not just you, but there was a punk, there was punk, there was hip hop, underground hip hop punk, but mainly it was a deadhead sort of place. Mm -hmm. And we saw tons of bands there, tons of uh, different types of bands. 
uh, uh, there as well. And uh, and again, I fucking forgot my fucking point about the goddamn wetlands, but uh, Hanson. Anyway. Hey, oh yeah, Bob Weir from the Dead. Towards the end, he actually became the first guy uh, uh, from the Dead who actually played there. And he did like three nights acoustic and whatever. And one of the nights, uh, Hanson uh, sat in with him uh, for like yeah. a four song encore. Yeah, they'd be a dad, great house band. That's what they, they, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. So, you know, their dad was in the music industry and had connections and asked Weir if he'd go for it. And Weir was like, sure. <laughs> and we just yeah. had to, I guess what happened. But you got to figure this is still, Hanson's still like, was amongst a lot of my friends considered a joke. Yeah, no, and, and they stand. They always, you know, and they're like, they got, but I'm yeah. like, they're like, guess who played with Bob Weir at the Wetlands? Who Hanson? Yeah. Like yeah. what? And then I and I had the bootleg, played it for him. Fucking rocks. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah, they're really. They, they always do it. They always do a, a unique cover every show. I saw them play "Oh Darling" by the Beatles once. I saw them play. Oh, wait, how many times have you seen Hanson? Two or three people will buy would buy them t- buy me tickets, right? Knowing that I like I uh, that I. That I'm like, hey, Travis likes Hanson. Travis likes Hanson. It's not like I like know there. I just love the idea of Hanson. I think it's the kind of the same thing that that you were saying, right? These three brothers who write their own music and wrote a real like that. Mbop is it's not just that it's uh, that it's a hot pop song. It, it's a good song. It's it's super. Um, it's almost depressing uh, uh, kind of thing, and and has like a level of wisdom that you shouldn't have when you're 12 years old about about making like forging relationships because some of them work. You know, it's like plant a seed, plant a flower. Some of them will turn into a rose. Sometimes it doesn't work out, and it can be gone in a in a mop. It's pretty heavy shit, man. Um, uh, and uh, you know, have they, they they've there's been weird little moments in and out, and they kind of sound kind of Christian rocky at times too, but they can. They can, uh, yeah, they can, they've had a, a number of uh, hot tracks. I'm glad we got to talk about Hanson. Yeah. But... Oh, and uh, to wrap it up, I think uh, what really cemented me, I, now I realize what cemented me with Hanson when they played on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I remember that. No, that was a Christmas, it was the Christmas episode. It also had one of the funniest uh, TV fun houses of all time. Jesus comes back to life and it's Christmas and everyone's a piece of shit. Yeah, and then he, and then sees, he, sees, then he sees the Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown I love that. That's super it, uh, poignant. Yeah. Oh man, it makes me cry. And yeah. uh, and Hanson was the guest, uh, musical guest that night, and they fucking rocked. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. that that that's when yeah. uh, I figured yeah. it out. It's just like there's just like just full of sincerity. Let it go for it, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right on. Oh yeah. Hey, dude, this is gonna be the last one for a while, and then there's gonna be big changes. So we're going off on every fucking tangent. Right now, okay, <laughs> so. Okay, so uh, while they're yeah. getting into the ship, okay, in the junkyard, we cut to this camera shot of inside the ship, and the hatch is opening above them, and all the shit falls in, all the good shit. Did you notice this? One of the good things that the fates have uh, got rid of was, I don't know, a, a giant rubber hand dildo? Didn't catch in? that. You- oh, oh, no, no, no. It looked like it was like a... Um like a it was like hulk hands but yeah, it was but like no, a, but a number one it, it was like a number one yeah but if you look at yeah, number one it, yeah it goes up yeah, the number two because there was on. no no because you saw the other side of it it was it was you couldn't put it wasn't a glove it was like a fucking rubber hand i mean no it looked like something you would have at like a sporting event as a, like uh kind of like, no you rubber. wouldn't that no? looked right. like what may young gave birth to i don't know about it <laughs> look it up so <laughs> 
on the ship, they figure out Gideon's gone to be uh, all the, the wires have been ripped out and they need a superconductor. And uh, Zari gets the idea for a shirtless Nate. Now, why he has to be shirtless, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. uh, he has to turn into steel to be the conductor. Uh, but if he was going to be shirtless, if, if he had to be shirtless, I mean, they should have gone full jumper cables on the nipples, right? I, I mean, come on. I, I, what? Never he turns. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you mean. Yes, but he, but he, he, he didn't have to take off his shirt to turn to steel, and be a conductor. He didn't take off his pants. No, you know, uh, she makes him take off his shirt. Now, granted, she wanted to get 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 a look at that, but go go all the way. If you're gonna do that, he's a living jumper cable. Put the do jumper cables on his nipples. (laughs) First thing I thought the first time I saw this episode, like, come on, it's right there that's that's your uh that's your hashtag you're trying to get that's your movement you're gonna put put, put yeah. the jumper cables on Nate's, Nate's nipples, nipples. Yep. release the nipple guy yeah, release the, the nipple, nipple clamp cut yeah I, I, I actually found out they did do that and uh now no but see i don't want to be one of those types i mean yeah they did yeah. film they did film uh in fact this is the episode they left it out of i would imagine the uh, goodbye kiss between Charlie and Zari that they decided not to show uh, right. that got people when they found out it existed, people lost their fucking minds. Hmm. Uh, uh, that's not the only thing they left out of this one. Yes. Yes. Uh. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Bayrod and uh, Zari 2, 2.0 have, uh, as they say, eyes on, Charlie fate, hippie mom fate, and uh, not the psycho fate. So when I've been calling her hot hippie mom, uh, this is where I got at least the hippie mom part, which made me laugh. Like, yeah, but she's hot. <laughs> and uh, but uh, uh-uh, because uh, psycho fate is right behind Sarah, and uh, they start having fucking little kick ass fight, and Sarah uh-huh. gets to get in her pithy one liners. Uh, she uses and she's her able to kind of use her, yeah, yeah, her foresight, yeah. Yeah, to catch to catch the knife and she gets in, which becomes a bit of a catchphrase, which then in season next season it becomes an actual plot point. But when she says her scars only make her stronger. Right. Uh, and then we cut to uh, Constantine and Astra are connecting with Natalie in the ghost realm via Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. yeah. Many's the yeah, time well, I've been they spent her. money today. They spent money on uh on uh they sure today, did for sure they sure did it's been a while I mean, back when we first started this and they were doing music drafts left and right <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh astra freaks out though because lachesis uh, pushes her mom out of the way and uh starts talking shit and uh, uh atropos has sarah down pulls out her life thread and uh and sarah says some pithy thing about my power comes from my team and now, and it was all a big fucking trap. And they open up the fucking door. Constantine does. The loom's been opened up. Bayrod and Zari uh, blow her with her uh, fucking wind. Right. Uh, into the loom and uh, catches her. And Sarah pulls out her thread because uh, and kills her. Fucking she. They kill the big bad uh, of this in the first 10 minutes of the fucking episode. Just right, right away, I was like, wow. I mean, but she's okay. she's pot one of the big bads. It's one her of, and uh, yeah. But it's but it, yeah. it was something and that was a nice touch, and that was cool. Was That's like, cool. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, and that reads like um, you know, something that would happen in an epic, 
comic book storyline. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got the, we've, we were able to eliminate this, this uh, yeah. thing early, but there's still this other, now we've got a bigger problem. Like, like think about the beginning of uh, uh, Avengers Endgame where they kill uh, Thanos. Yeah. And, uh, but then they, like, it's still, okay, we still got other shit. Well, yeah, it's what they do in this one is like, okay, they fucking kill her. They break the fucking loom in the first 15 minutes, but it's not over yet. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and uh, Charlie and Lakeesis can sense it. Uh, Lakeesis is like, well, what did you do? Uh, and the Wave Rider takes off with the team, but loses power. And just as they get the power back there, they jump right as they're crashing into the fucking sidewalk, which I thought looked really cool I, I, I fucking love that shot and they land in the dump where mick lita gary and mona uh join them it's been three months mm-hmm. and sarah can see again and her powers are gone because atropus is dead mm-hmm. and i like the scene where she realizes she could see again and she's so happy to see ava that they, yeah yeah they it's, sweet. Lots. it's just great mm-hmm. uh and they go into the city to check things out it's been uh, again been three months or five months Mm-hmm. and everything looks like it's sort of back to normal and here's another thing i i like as being a fan of the dcw shows at this point it was still a very much a shared universe they were just kind of you know and i like the fact that they don't have to worry about that shit they would have a couple seasons ago there would have been something about well, what happened to the flash and arrow and supergirl but no no we don't we don't need to fucking worry about that this happened and they're the only heroes who could stop it, which is again, that's comic books, right? Mm. Yep. The fantastic four. If, if it was all real like that, every time the fantastic four had to fight the mole, man, they just get everybody right. Yeah. Everyone has their own shit going on. Mm-hmm. So, but everyone now has fate watch and it's an app on their fucking phones and their and these watches. And they figured the loom must be fixed. And uh, what everyone says is to their watches, Hey, fate, Hey, fate. And then it cuts to the fucking commercial, the Lachesis commercial mm-hmm. for fucking uh, for fate, uh, fate watch, mm-hmm. which, which goes to break, which I thought yeah, it was hilarious. Pretty good. It looked pretty good. Yeah. 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 Like and there's it, times when, yeah. like, like I said, when, when they're, when they're trying to do this bare and sparse kind of, you can tell that, you know, they're trying to create some sort of look that is okay. But this felt, this felt like, yeah, this is, uh, you know, quality. This looks like something, uh, you might see or that you would see in a, you know, oh, the ad you mean imagine dystopian worlds. Yeah. Yeah. It felt uh, a little more legit. Yeah. And again, also with mentioning the other DCW shows and being fans of uh, all of them, just like, you know, a lot of the fans of legends are it's, it's such, even the way this is plotted, like, well, they killed this, uh, the big killer bad guy. And, uh, break the loom all the other ones that's where the, the season would have ended and there would have been a cliffhanger and they right. don't they're just not doing it this way so when you're looking at this from my fan perspective i also have the addition i was like they just over there in that studio they're just doing whatever the fuck they want and everyone else is still kind of stuck with a formula that they mm-hmm. have to do and again here's your 23 and here's where we, it's going to end and right to the end and legends doesn't have to do that as much so they can take more chances and they don't always work out but mm-hmm. trust me compared to the other ones this is the show that takes more chances mm-hmm. which is why when they do hit it out of the park it's so much better than all the rest of the yeah. as much as i like those other shows yeah 
like the best episode of Supergirl ever is called mm-hmm. do uh do uh, gosh not douche of course uh uh, uh <laughs> what the fuck not, not ex machina uh yeah yeah deus ex machina deus god yeah, i was yeah, going yeah. douche i'm such a filthy piece of shit uh <sighs> it, it's called deus lex machina and it's an entire episode showing how lex luthor had been behind shit going on for two years and it was such a weird jump of how to do this sort of TV that I was like, right. oh, that's the best episode I've ever seen of Supergirl because every other one, it's all, it's all very formulaic. And yeah, well, more paint by It's not so. as formulaic. Yeah. And then sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes it doesn't. Anywho, so they, they sneak into the Loom Temple, which is now a history museum where they teach the horrors of free will. And yeah. uh, luckily, they, they have they have to look at the sign, and I, I freeze frame the sign. And here's what's on the sign uh, of the museum for the map. You're like, you are here. Uh, there's the Hall of Bad Ideas, the Hall of Villains, the Hall of Atrocities, and the Toilets. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because it literally said toilets. Like, Restrooms is usually what I see on these, but. <laughs> Not in Fate Watch world, man. Mm-mm. I thought maybe it was a Vancouver thing I missed because everything, I don't know, toilette, because everything Anywhere was also in you. French, right? Yeah, so. right. And uh, the whole of bad ideas have a few things in them. Uh, the flat earth theory, which, oh, by the way, uh, so the other day, I've never been more proud of my nephew. The other day, he uh, he had to show me uh, something he found on YouTube, and it was uh, just someone doing very easy making uh someone very smart uh d- dissecting flat earthers you know, it's just like shooting fish in a barrel stuff but he's like he's 12 and he's loving it he's just loving this guy being a smart ass about people who believe stupid shit oh, i kissed him on the forehead mm-hmm. give him a big fucking hug <laughs> that's my that's my boy <laughs> um I mean, you're not a, I mean, Chris Jericho might be, but I mean, that's not a Canadian thing. Uh, there's a bad suit, a bong. Like, well, you know what? This this voice, I used to be a soprano. So yeah, bongs, uh, bad. Uh, beer, cigarettes, the shake weight, spring shoes. I didn't know those were a thing. Pogo stick. I agree. Because pogo sticks are one of those things that look great on TV, but you try them, no good. You ever have a pogo ball or is that uh, i remember pogo time? ball but I, that yeah. came out when i was too old for uh pogo ball. my sister my sister you uh, like would pogo ball till she had blisters on the inside of her feet she loved that thing i got blisters on me <laughs> <My toe. laughs> uh the floby was in there do you remember the floby yeah yeah bunch paid for advertisement type yep. stuff uh glitter which is hilarious and uh, i also freeze framed uh, because they showed uh this the the description on, on the for glitter also called raver scabies. Hmm. <laughs> I never me neither. I, it's pretty perfect. <laughs> I would have gone something stripper. I, we actually encouraged uh, all of our uh, performers, uh, right. and and none of them really did because they knew that that could be a fucking problem. Hmm. Uh, and Cisco and the thong song. Which yeah. appears to be a wax uh, dummy, but not so yeah. of Cisco. Well, and- I mean, you could see nobody there was a wax dummy. As soon as you saw, I'm like, all these. This is night of the museum right here. Fuck. Oh yeah, it totally is. You can all I mean, just see it were- coming like a mile away. 
right? Of course, as soon as you see what's her face, Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? What's that actor? Uh, oh, 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 Mrs. gosh. Mrs. Um, Brandon Routh. Sure, she's like Brandon Routh. Sure like that. <laughs> I can't remember what her name is. See, now I'm blanking because you're doing it to me. So uh, I'll, I'll remember <laughs> it. I'll here. remember it in a second. Uh, the Hall of Villains. Uh, the worst, most evil people. Speaking of her, uh, the worst, most evil people. Caligula is there. All right. Uh, there's a caveman who's killed another caveman. I'm assuming that's Cain and Abel, and that's Cain. Right. Courtney uh, Ford. Courtney Ford. Courtney Ford, of course, of course. Uh, and I love that because they're like, we're not going like, to go religious, but who's this? the first murderer? That's Cain. That's got to be Cain. So that's, that's who that caveman was? Like, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> that was just an angry caveman. No, no, it's it's that's gotta be Kane. <laughs> uh and uh Vlad the Impaler and Marie Antoinette. And I'm like, here's I know they're bringing her back, but I'm like, if you're gonna list the worst fucking humans who ever live, like just throw, does Marie Antoinette even make the top 50? Yeah, I mean she's emblematic of a of a shitty kind of aristocracy which just kind of you know permeates throughout is she like 14 i mean yeah i know it's uh, whatever they're all pretty loosey-goosey and fly the impaler one of my least favorite parts of this whole episode was well if if we're at that had to come today then we wouldn't have got our uh, democracy in france shut up shut the fuck up and try to apologize because she was a hashtag girl boss you know that's what that felt like (laughs) i don't think i even wrote that down uh on the wave rider uh bayrod and zari are fixing the ship and he has a flashback of being killed by argus and she explains to him that's what happened to him in her time now when we first saw that that we saw that flashback a few seasons ago, it wasn't uh, this uh, young, sexy uh, Bayrod. It wasn't Shayhan. It was beefy Bayrod, uh, yeah. our original Bayrod, who we got in one photo and that scene. Hmm. Big beefy man. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so the legends in the Hall of uh, Villains are number two because uh, they're the God Killers. And it turns out Charlie is number one, and it's actually her. She's chained up there. And she's been totally psychologically broken down. So uh, She doesn't even want to leave. And Constantine has to put her out of it, and they take her. And uh, she says that Lachesis rebuilt the loom, and she restored the peace, and that's a good thing. And, uh, and uh, so the team is trying to show Charlie that, uh, you know, free will is okay. And uh, uh, Nate's uh, first example is the Beatles, the White Album. I was like, yeah, you know what? And and he's like, I heard this great podcast where these dudes like broke it down. <laughs> album. <laughs> it's available on the Plum Podcast, Plum podcast Network. Network. There you go. <laughs> and and she points out, uh, well, it also caused uh, Manson, the Manson killings, and uh, uh, they, yeah, they this Ringo. was all kind of just like, what are you they're, they're silly? But I, I, don't trying, know, I thought it was fun. Well, I, trying I, like, to be hip and pop culture, but it was all kind of. I don't think they're trying to be hip and pop culture. I think that they, I trust know. me, the Beatles aren't that. The Beatles aren't that. The Beatles aren't pop. No, that, but they're like trying culture-y. to do like this Tarantino kind of thing where they like in, in, incorporate pop culture. But they've been doing that the entire show, man. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're yeah. Always, sometimes it's better it's, than it's others. Not, what I'm saying is, this time is a little. 
I don't, no, what, what it got me was the joke because she points out she's like, hey, they, they even let Ringo sing a song about an octopus. And when it's Gary's yeah. turn, he's like, octopus Brings is garden. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, you were standing right there. So that made the list. Uh, speaking of, uh, I, I shared that uh, Tim Heidecker guest hosted uh, the best show. Yeah, you shared 20, that. One, 20 worst Beatles songs. There's a lot of, a oh, lot of Ringo, a lot of Ringo on there. <laughs> As you can uh, imagine. Remember, I did pick, uh, was it Don't Pass Me By to be on uh, my list? I, I yeah, I did too. I, I don't think it ends up staying on there. There's some other, but a whole lot of other, including Octopus Garden and Yellow Submarine. <laughs> oh, no, that's just not right. Yellow Submarine is good. Mm, I think it, like that, that, what they talk about, it's it's good when you're, oh, no, no they because they talk about, because there was like John wrote, like it comes from a really sad original, like, in the town where I was born, mm-hmm. I was alone. I was alone. It just talked about being by himself. Like it was a really, really sad song. And, and then Paul's like, well, we'll just we'll turn that into a cartoon, won't we? And make it make it all fun and friendly for, for the kids. Well, That's good what, because yeah. it also uh, inspired the my favorite Beatles movie, which they didn't have anything to do with until they saw how good it was. Because Yellow Submarine's the fucking best. Yeah, that's what yeah, i'm gonna okay. watch in my massage chair on a fucking mm-hmm. eight grams of mushrooms i'm watching a fucking yellow submarine you know you I, I, I just a quick uh yellow submarine aside in my uh, late teen days early 20 days where you know there was often times that we might have been on various hallucinogens and sometimes where things might be getting a little weird and uh some people are maybe getting a little freaked out you know what my go-to was to throw on yellow submarine not the, yeah. not the album the videotape, which I had bought mm. for seventy nine ninety five, because that's how much fucking videotapes cost mm. back then, and it was my go to. I'd throw that shit on. I had p- trip people tripping their balls off, freaking out immediately. Wow, because it's wonderful and it's great, and they, mm-hmm. and I love the fact because it's not them doing the voices whatsoever. Yeah. It's Somebody just a bunch of old it. actors. Yeah, that's why they do the thing at the end. They saw the the finished product and were like. Oh shit! We we need to attach ourselves to this. <laughs> and I did. And I like to see where. Uh, I guess I. Uh, Serenava, like, hey, come on, you know, without chaos, could this have happened? Could we have gotten together? And uh, she, she, and Ava's like, yeah, I'm a clone. She's, like, She's a clone. And Ava's kind of like, eh, easy. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was the best part. Of, all the pop culture stuff I thought was silly. I, I, I just like the fact that Nate's choice was to hold up the White Album was made me fucking laugh. I'm like, of all the Beatles albums, I would have held up Sgt. Pepper. I just <laughs> actually, I probably would have held up Rubber Soul, but but the four dour Beatles probably wouldn't really have worked. Right. And the legend, and they say, and this is how the legends became a family. And uh, they get in one of those. And sometimes the mistake is really just destiny. And right now it's destiny that we take a break and we'll be right back. Should we switch insurance companies when we move? Uh, yeah, not a bad idea to shop around. Your quote, $3,000, $1,500 a year. Mute, please. We should talk to someone. Sometimes humans are just more helpful. Let's get an accurate quote for you. Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's your future. Let's protect it. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to this episode, Travis, what else we got going on? Or what else have 
you got going on as far as boom goes <laughs> yeah boom pro wrestling has been the, this this crazy thing that's happened and it's blowing up hey uh, our buddy uh abraham lincoln got a uh, noticed on uh squared circle on uh reddit so that was nice we're getting a little bit of word of mouth there yeah uh, i boom. saw that saw that one guy had to be like so is this going to be the next uh gimmick guy i know i know stupid? who has like, yeah, like yeah. just like the pizza man yeah exactly and, I, and, and if i gave a shit about reddit or or if i was the kind of dummy who would i don't know you know break kayfabe i would have gone on there and then like i can guarantee you no yeah uh, yeah yeah although we were all speak, saying but i can't speak for print lincoln yeah yeah the thing. <laughs> yes yeah he uh, might but say anyways, something stupid he's from 1863 yeah boomprowrestling.com we have tickets coming up for our new year's eve uh there's still tickets available We've got a new year's eve show it's going to be part of a party you get free champagne at midnight uh it's going to be a dj there it'll be a little different uh than some of the other shows so it's uh you know where we're charging a little bit more but it is going to be a party right because uh it's still going to be cheaper than any other new year's party uh in in vancouver uh but otherwise yeah keep an eye on us it's been the, the best I wish I could uh, funnest experience man um and we're telling stories uh, and there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff happening in the new year making movies uh, pal yeah making movies pal. yeah beyond that it'll be a lot of great water great shows here on the on the palm podcast network check that out oh but also mystery titans theater we we will be back going live on twitch um yeah, what I, happened? I, I like it's i think it's just zoom i needed to i needed to delete my zoom and and reload it again just to get shit back working again and i've done a couple tests but we will be back twitch.tv slash jarvis wash machine um mystery titan theater johnny hedgebeth and kelly nelson and uh usually a, a rotating uh bunch of guests uh we watch old wrestling that's so much fun and we yeah uh if you can't join us live then it shows up on youtube youtube.com slash c slash jarvis wash machine follow us at either one of those places uh it's always a good time hey, i think we should just rip off because i think it's almost dead we should just rip off mad and just call it uh the usual gang of idiots and yeah sure yeah yeah, yeah. we did we ripped off mystery science theater for right, the right fucking name. I, i'm sure i've said that more than once uh, the usual gang of idiots but we got a lot of good uh times coming up including um uh the current vancouver city champion at boom uh brady malibu yeah on some boxing day so that should be great i can't wait i had to point out to you that we don't have boxing day in uh in, 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 in yeah, that's that, yeah that's december 26th everyone the day after day after christmas granted uh does he christmas is on a sunday and that's a paid holiday so i get to float it to monday so, uh, so so i'll be granted that'll be an afternoon show i believe uh not sure uh yeah. i'll have to I'll have to let you know uh, when we get closer there hey yeah actually hey brady wants to do it at two in the morning come on let's fucking yeah, right. do it you like in do between it for... workouts <laughs> yeah in between tofu in between solid tofu wraps and workouts <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> tofu uh killed me. killed me now's the time on the show and this might be the last time we hear from him for uh for a little while because he's got a lot going on uh it's uh we, we normally like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot uh, down in hell vandal savage and see what he's drinking tonight but the last time we did he kind of forsworn uh, uh the bottle and was you know hitting the you know hitting the bizong it's time for savage brew Oh, savage bun, savage brew, whatever, man. Whatever, man. We got a little bit of everything. That's what we got down here. I, yo, Johan, I have been hard on you over the years, over the over the times, calling you a pussy, saying you can't drink, saying you 
have to wash your vagina every now and again, these types of things. But, you know, we have good times. And uh, this is one of those times where I got to say, I got to say farewell because I found this handsome gentleman. He's he's, uh, affected my voice, apparently. But I found him. He's a handsome gentleman here on the River Sticks. And and, uh, he's just going to, I'm just going to sit next to him on this raft. We're just going to roll around Mm -hmm. for a while because I'll tell you what, things in Madeline didn't work out so well. Oh, I'm sorry. There's been a number of fellas who have uh, made their way down here of late. And uh, boy, oh boy, they are more into it than I am. The whole freewheeling lifestyle. So I have found... The lifestyle. uh, Yeah, it's hell. Let me tell you, it's hell. It... So, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm out here on the river sticks next to this handsome gondolier. Just the two of us. We're just floating along. We pick up people along the way. We meet all sorts of friends along the way. I'm, 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 I'm chill. I got, I got Citrique and I got my old favorite. That sounds uh, like a spinoff. Featherweight IPA. I think it's, I think there's money in that. I think so. I think think you should let the mouse know about that. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Johan, like I said, along the way. I called you all sorts of names. Some behind your back that I couldn't repeat on here because I'm sure they you are, did. Because they are slurs. You get a lot of ancient slurs down here. Ones you've never heard. Some are very creative that I cannot say. Or oh, you, 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 boy, oh boy, it, like peripheral damage just by just by me saying it aloud would 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 ruin any future employment opportunities for you and probably friends and family. So. This is me, Vandal Savage, saying not goodbye, but so long, and we'll see you on the river sticks. Come sail away. Uh, one last thing, Johan, for old mm-hmm. time's sake. Yeah. Whatever beer I drink, whatever it be, some sort of whatever the fuck. It, I promise you, I promise you, good sir. Mm-hmm. It will always be. Ah, too sophisticated flavor palette for your infantile taste buds. Goodbye and good luck. Edward R. Murrow over here, Travis. <laughs> We'd really tie it together. I, I really uh-huh. like that. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, that was great. I, I am DB Curious. First, and I did not catch this, and I think it's uh, kind of nice. Zari uh, Tomas, that's Zari, uh, the original Zari, mm-hmm. and Nate are wearing the same outfits while saying goodbye as they wore in Here I Go Again. Wow. Which is the one where they first. Yeah. And, and the best episode of, of uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Truly is. I can tell you right now, out of all the episodes I've seen, 
it's the best episode of it's I mean, it's up there with me too I, I think it's one of the best uh definitely one of the best episodes i really need to go back and look what i think is the best but it, it's one or two mm-hmm. as far as i'm concerned 17 of 18 found that interesting now i mentioned this before and uh this is a little long and i still cut it down because it's a quote from an interview with phil clemmer of course we know phil clemmer mm-hmm. one of the creators and uh, showrunners and they're talking about the cisco guest star uh, situation I, I, I'm seeing now that it was Cisco playing Cisco. I did not know it was Cisco playing Cisco. You did not know that this was actually. I Cisco? thought it was just somebody they dressed as Cisco. No, Anyways. this is Cisco. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me fill you thought in. We were, sir. Thought, we thought it was going to be uh, how many components? No, no, that's not how many Cisco's. That's Cisco. Mm, crazy. Okay, quote I was out of the room when we were talking about the Museum of Bad Ideas and what we could find there. And all of a sudden, the name Cisco was up on the board. And then you're like, oh, my God, the thing was a, that was a joke on the board is now completely integral to the finale of the season. And we haven't even called Cisco. So you're telling me that they were like, this is what we're doing. Uh, this, this crazy idea we had. It's what we're doing. We're getting ready to film the final episode. By the way, to, right before the pandemic uh, uh, kicks in, because this is they got this in right under the wire there's a year's off between this and the next season yeah you're telling me that no one bothered to call him saying that we need cisco for this no one called i don't know yeah Yeah. i don't know i don't know i guess maybe they thought that it what they were going to use a uh impersonator is that we were totally uh, back against the wall and we're like, this is not a joke anymore. This is completely load-bearing. Our mm-hmm. final action sequence requires a soundtrack and an animatronic Cisco. It was the most terrifying phone call I've ever made in my life because I had to try to explain to Cisco what our show was. And you know, our show is batshit. By the time you get to the finale, try to, to try to be like, all right, here's the, the, the deal. The Greek fates have this loom and free will's been crushed and there's this museum and yet technically you're part of the bad ideas, but secretly us, the writers, we think the bad ideas are the best. And he (laughs) was just like, yep, totally. I get it. I've still got that outfit from the video. Sure. I'll dye my hair silver again. And all the actors went completely berserk and were crowding around the video village, filming the monitor as he performed. You're just like, this was not guaranteed. He could have said no. He could have still not been the Cisco we remembered, but there are times when you're just just like, God, we don't deserve the good luck we get on this show, but man, God bless Cisco. That's pretty crazy. That's wonderful. That would have been such a great feeling on that set to see that happen. That's great. Good for them. 43 of 44 found that interesting. Who's the asshole there? I don't Uh, know. It's probably somebody who got kicked out of uh, Drew Hill. (laughs) You were reviewers, okay? Out of the, the, the nine or 11 on the IMDb, mostly nine tens out of tens. This, but I picked this one. 10 out of 10. The cast was just perfect. From uh, Chandra Soholm. <clears throat> Sarah finally used her blind training and foresight to defeat a god. But the last scene was completely stolen by Nate's dance fight and Constantine's 
show off. We need more Nate's steel <laughs> dance fights and Constantine's tricks. I don't know. It's in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> got to give it the inflection. Come on. I think you. Know. I got it. I got yeah. it. I figured it out. Five out of seven found that helpful. One out of ten. The only one. Worse and worse. From Deeker. I really don't understand how this show is getting good reviews. Maybe bots or something. <laughs> That's funny. Bots. Uh, yeah. The, the nine. Yeah. The nine, 10 out of tens. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. All over it. All over those it. bots, man. They get they, everywhere. <laughs> There's a whole section of the CW budget that just goes towards bots. The bots. Boosting hey, the I, I remember once that you suggested possibly there were people working at the CW putting in the ridiculous uh, <laughs> commentary yeah. in the IMDb. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just couldn't believe people yeah. were just. <laughs> no shit. Only four out of 15 found that helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to the show, uh, Bayrod and Zarya are trying to figure out how to track the loom uh, using one of the watches, and they uh, use the other Z's phone. You know, because oh look, she's obsessed with her phone. And they point out that they have to point out the whole phones and drugs are the same, man. They're both addictive to your mind, man. Yeah. Uh... But they use it to track everything back to Clotho Productions, the TV studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, now uh, Bayrod knows that he's got a fucking bullet wound. Uh, yeah. Know, oh, fuck, you know. Yeah. And uh, I buy this instead of him going, holy shit, look at me. I got a bullet wound. Uh, well, this was a weird kind of like, oh, oh, uh, nothing. That was, uh, <laughs> hmm, what's that? Hmm, what's that? I, I don't fine, know. It was, fine, yeah, it was a little too cash. Yeah, it was a little too cash. I'm fine. I'm fine. But then I, but you know what? I also think about myself and I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm a superhero on a mission. And yeah. I, I, how many times I have disregarded my own health? Look like it could have been a lesion, right? It's like, oh, it could have been. <laughs> yes. Maybe didn't want to. Oh, boy, I have been. Uh, pretty uh he is a drug user right like uh, maybe a lot of weed he's on the age he's a weed guy he's like that one h anyway he fell asleep with a blunt in his mouth is it did i burn myself uh so uh while they're uh searching uh for the new loom uh in the hallway constantine and the others are decide that's a good time to start fucking and get caught and uh they find uh the new loom and it's not the loom it's gideon that's where gideon's been the whole time she stole yeah. fucking Gideon, and Gideon is just answering all these questions that all of humanity has. Just telling him what to do, what movies to go do, you know, what restaurants to go to, and all that shit. Right. Uh, which I thought I thought was a great reveal. I thought I'd totally forgotten about Gideon. I I I they got me. I thought the loom was oh, back. They, they mentioned her <clears throat> at the beginning. I'm like, we've got to get her back on right but i just thought i just thought they tore the wires out of the fucking wave rider and they'll just fix her at the end i didn't realize i was like oh that's a cool little reveal Mm -hmm. uh so sarah's telling charlie to stand up to her sister and uh she won't she's like you're you're legends you you shoot first and you doctor later Mm uh we cut to lakisa she's giving a tour of the museum to, to some of the people and uh uh, points out Charlie, and it's not Charlie; it's Astra, who's standing up to her adopted mom, and calls her the fuck out. Just punks her out. Realizes that she's got no fucking actual power anymore. He's like, "Come yeah. on, do something, bitch! What you gonna do? What you gonna mm-hmm. do?" 
And I loved it. I loved it. I was like, yeah, that's great. She's smite me. Smite me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty good. And she's like, all right. And uh, then the legends who are, are just go like, oh, God, we've been posing like that for so long. Like, yeah. like taking the. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. just like, finally. Yeah. yeah. And they come to and, life. Uh, and the legends confront like Kesis, and yeah, this is yeah. Literally, I did not write all the other stuff, but yeah, but this happened, but this and this, you know, about mm-hmm. Marie Antoinette, and you know, all you mentioned. I did, I, yeah. but they shamed her. They the crowd was going shame, shame yes, on them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this made me laugh. that's something my grandmother would have said uh, to <laughs> me. Well, but she would have been doing the thing with her finger. Right, right, right. Yep, I remember. Yep, sticking it right up my... F- no. So they're trying to figure out how to shut Gideon down. Uh, and uh, quote-unquote news already just pops up and unplugs her. It's like, nope, that's it. It was a nice little sight gag. Who did she and, unplug? Uh, oh, Gideon. Uh, uh, Gideon, yes, yes, yes. OG Zari and uh, Bayrod are trying to figure out how to shut it down. And right, right. She just right, pops yeah. up and goes, it's yeah. plugged in, dummies. Yeah. And Lakeisa is like, all right. And blows on the fucking soul coins that she's got and brings all the motherfucking Capones. <laughs> yeah, guess. Mr. Capone. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. I can't even say how many Capones. There's there too many. Tons many. of Capones. There's a, but there's some that are repeats and we don't need to do again. No, right? there's only it's one repeat Capone. Just the one repeat? Yeah. No, no, we're not going to judge these because there's no, none no, of them are speaking. It, and none, none of them really perform. Speaking. Yeah, they just kind of show up. And, uh, Caesar? Caesar hadn't been in there it before? It wasn't Caesar. No. no. It, it was Caligula. Right, but right, it might Caligula. Have been, but, but it looked exactly like the yeah, actor who played right, Caesar. In Caesar right, right. right. Yeah. I thought it was until they said Caligula. All right. There's, there's, oh gosh, there's Custer. Wasn't um, Genghis Khan one of them though? Uh, Genghis Khan's in there, I think. So that's no, somebody no, no, who no, was. No, 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 Genghis Khan's not in there. There's hmm. Custer. There's um, a dude I can't recognize, but here's the one that this stared stands out to me. It vexes me why they didn't, <laughs> why they d- did this. One of them's Charlie Manson. Yeah, we never saw him. Did we ever but, see no, no, him? He's no, he's. Charlie Manson is in this. He's the hippie who throws the knife and everything. It's a beardless Charlie Manson. Beardless Manson. Around the Why? time when he when he wrote Head. By <laughs> the that's that's, that's when he the lost crime. Soul. That's the crime. That's the crime. <laughs> Dude, I love Head actually. Oh, I I know. So he didn't write up. Head. Yeah, he did. No, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, the movie no, Jack Nicholson. No, Jack Nicholson co-wrote Head. But I know he was involved with. He was involved with the Beach Boys. I don't think. Was that one of the Beach Boys? I don't think he wrote Head. Dude, no. Charles. I'm gonna look up Charles. Go Manson, ahead and look that up, and I'll tell you monkeys. it didn't happen. Yeah. Anyways. But it's but they went. He, with, oh no! Oh yeah! No, the the old uh, urban legend was that he auditioned for the Monkees, but it's not true. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's yeah, that. yeah. But but why they went with a beardless Charlie Manson? I don't understand because every picture, when you think of Manson, I mean, besides the swastika in the forehead, yeah, you think of the there's he's got a beard. Maybe it's just you know. I don't know why it's still too uh, still considered uh, fucked up to kind of like 
present uh, I, I don't know maybe it's fresh still yeah uh, jack nicholson did co-write uh Monkey oh Man. jack nicholson co-wrote head yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember seeing that on mtv late night in the 80s yeah me too yeah or the 90s uh much music used to play the monkeys all the time i gotta weigh into them for a while but yeah i i still i and, and, and the guy playing manson is great uh, also, the other thing I'm like, but he's running around swinging that knife, trying to kill people, and I was like, shouldn't he be over there in the corner, just telling other people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the team goes, "What the fuck are we gonna do? We need weapons." And they get all their weapons from the the Hall of Bad Ideas: energy drinks, uh, the Floby, <laughs> the fucking Sarah spins around the fucking pogo stick like it's yeah. a fucking nice uh, touch. Ninja shit. Ava grabs the shake weights. Yeah, she's got the shake weight. Oh yeah, the what's the shake weight? Don't ask. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty funny. It, and Constantine grabs some smokes. Nate walks by because earlier Nate, okay, earlier what Nate pointed out, Cisco, uh, mm-hmm. to Ava, she doesn't know. She's never heard of it. Doesn't know who it is. And uh, she's reading the lyrics, and she goes, "She got dumps like a truck, truck." Yeah, yeah, this? yeah. And he's no, like, I really "Oh like man, this. come to sing oh, it again." And yeah, yeah, Nate is like, come on, sing it. He goes, what? And he's like, fuck it, I'll play it now. And she's like, no. And he walks by, and he and it's great. This is also the first time this entire season that we've seen the legends, or in a while, in their superhero suits. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's what I was thinking. I was really glad that I got to see them all in that again. That was great. And Nate walks by, walks back, hits the fucking button, and it's fucking Cisco. And yeah. we get my favorite scene in the history of this fucking show. Mm-hmm. is the thong song capone's battle it's <laughs> my favorite i love every bit of it i think it's amazingly shot uh, down to uh, i love nate is dancing and fighting yeah. throughout the yeah. whole fucking thing yeah. and when he does the cisco stomp but turns yeah. to steal yeah, and nice the guys touch. fucking fly i'm like fuck yeah. what a great yeah. fucking scene uh, <laughs> I, i'm the guy who wrote that fucking review constantine when he casts the spell and and flips upside down yeah. and it makes them stab each other yeah. and yeah it felt like a final battle kind of thing it's my favorite final battle of yeah. this show and cool. all it keeps cutting back to cisco and and all and all these ladies yeah recreating the fucking music video mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and at, at one point during the fight finally charlie manson throws the fucking knife and hits the speaker shuts off the song everyone including the villains all stop and go oh thank god except for, except, Nate, going, except for Nate come on yeah come on. <laughs> and you know what me too yeah. I wanted more. I wanted. I, I. I never liked thongs. I always thought thong song was fucking stupid. I love thong song because of this fucking yes, television. That's funny. I like bugging Nora about thong song because she gets. She's at that age where she gets grossed out about when I talk about anything sexual, <laughs> and I'll be like, "It's not. It's not." He doesn't want to see your underwear. He just wants to see the way it kind of goes up a woman's butt like that. <laughs> you know. She's like, "Yes, yes, I get it, Dad. Thanks." What'd she think of this big final uh, battle? Oh yeah, she was laughing. She was having a great time. Have we gotten to the thing that uh, Sheila really laughed at or really liked that you mentioned? Oh, oh, oh no. Remember earlier? Oh, no, 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 no. That's me thinking about, I'm sorry, I'm getting this mixed up with um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. No, Guardians of the Galaxy when they're both like, what did it say? Actors, those are the worst people in the world. And, it's like, and she's like, and she's like, that's it. They're actors. <laughs> like she's not just me. Yeah, I'm like, they're yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah. She looked. Yeah. Right, she looked right at you. Yeah, she looked yeah. right at you. And just like, uh huh. 
Yeah, that was the uh, thing that I was thinking of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, of course, Marie Antoinette's head gets knocked off, and they one yeah. more time, one more time, the whole uh, uh, we, we saw what was our theory? Well, we saw her do the accent at a Christmas party. Yes, yes. And they, she gets yeah. to come back for this one. Uh, Brandon Ralph, but no Ralphie, nope. no, 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 no Ralphie boy, no Ralph mouth. He'll be back. Well, he'll be back for the one hundredth. Because again, he also didn't go out and make an ass out of himself mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of my f- actual favorite acting moments uh, of this, and I think this young lady has a future, is the actress who plays Lita when she has the talk with Charlie to fucking knock some sense into her. Mm-hmm. And, and she's not chewing the scenery. She's being real. That yeah. she feels real. Uh, in a show where, where people are just doing a comic book show, this like her very calm conversation about, yeah, I shouldn't even fucking be here, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but uh, I'm the two percent that chaos make uh, that is good, and uh, she's like, look, my dad went back in time and hooked up with my mom at her high school reunion, you know, what the fuck, I shouldn't even fucking yeah. be here, yeah. uh, and then she's like, yeah, but he tried to erase you, she's like, yeah, but he didn't, and now I have a dad that I love. Uh, so uh yeah, really sweet yeah and it was your life is and when she it's so many of the pithy things but when she says she's like hey life is messy that's what makes it beautiful like she delivers that in a way that i'm like oh yeah that's right because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah in the hands of a lesser actor eh, sure. that sucks but yeah. she really uh, makes it work uh so they bring the team the hell weapons they need to kill these things they can't kill them and uh, and they just turn around and straight up murder these motherfuckers. It's great, and it's, it's like this joyful murder. Uh, Lita hands her dad a sword so he could uh, kill right. Charlie Manson. Uh, Astra uh, uh, is pointing a gun, the uh, hell gun, at Stalin, who's begging away, begging for his life. No, no, no! And she just smiles and like fucking a chicken murders. shit heel. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. chicken shit heel. Calling for time, calling for time. Yeah, time out, time out. Hey, there's no time out in wrestling, Lord. Then, then goes for a, an eye gouge. The Pope. <laughs> and Lakisa is freaking out, running away because turns out she's. She doesn't I did want to say quickly, Lakisa. Wait, yeah. she, no, like uh, her lesser known role as uh, Hank William Jr.'s sister. In no, no, just keep going. Sorry. Okay, you gotta explain that to me. Come on. Well, what, what is Hank Williams Jr.'s uh, nickname? Uh, Hank Williams Jr. Bocephus Bo- and there you go, there you go. Oh, yeah, Bocephus and Lachesis. Yes, yes. Tell you, Hank uh-huh. Senior. He was a weirdo. He was a weirdo. Uh-huh. Hank, why do you drink? Trust me, I heard uh, I grew up with a lot of. My dad loves Hank Williams. Mm-hmm. I grew up listening to tons of Hank yeah, Williams. Too. My dad thinks Hank Williams Jr. stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Hates him. Can't st- I bought him senior year. I thought I bought my dad Hank Williams Jr. live album. Yeah. As a, a Christmas present. He literally, it was like, the only time I handed my dad a present and he told me how much he didn't like the present because he thinks Hank Williams Jr. sucks. <laughs> there you go. I was I'm 17 sorry. years old. <laughs> interesting hey where do you think i got this honesty that's right there it is <laughs> so charlie finds her sister and forgives her 
like, look, I forgive you. Now you've got a mortal life to lead. Go out. And like, so what does she do? You know, she doesn't have an ID. Like former God. Mm-hmm. Hey, all remember me when I was. <laughs> but you figure she probably invested some of that watch money. I'm sure she's got a golden parachute or some sort of another. And <laughs> excuse me. So Bayrod finishes fixing Gideon. The two Zaris walk in. There's a whole thing about everyone got fucking laid. Uh, and uh, Bayrod starts dying because the two timelines are converging. And in the original timeline, he did. And so that means that original Zari has to go back into the totem apparently forever. But next season, we find out they can just trade. Uh, which kind of like, you know, knowing that now uh, makes this great goodbye scene between the uh, uh, Zano and Talaj, which I thought was just right. really, really well done. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like, oh, it's so sad. It's well done. And then knowing, that, oh no, they figure out a way to make it fucking work. Uh, probably just because, like, well, we can't give up on that, but I don't know. Kind of sells it out a little. Right. And uh, they all say goodbye uh, uh, to OG Zari. And I just feel like uh, Mick, just like, wait, there was two of them? Uh, yeah, that was a nice touch. So the team decides they all need a drink and Charlie knows just where to go. It's 1977. The punk club from another episode that I remember you enjoyed. Uh, the, yeah. When we, uh, met Charlie, uh, with the, uh, we meet the smell mm-hmm. who remember were murdered in uh, the beginning of the season by a Trophos. Right. And uh, the smell are playing and they're playing Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. Mr. <laughs> yeah, Parker's punk cul-de-sac song, the nice punk touch. rock version. Yeah. And it's great. And the, the legends are all, uh, you know, you know, all punked out, all punked out. They all look, I, I think they all look really good, mm-hmm. especially Astra. Wow. It was nice. They all got to dress up again. One last thing. Yeah. But it was great as Bayrod's looking at the smell, uh, who were all murdered in the beginning of the season. He goes, Hey, weren't they dead? <laughs> and Nate goes, I mean, who hasn't died? Right. And Bayrod goes, yeah. And I'm like, which is, I think, what are your complaints? It's like, everyone just dies and comes back. Yeah. 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 And they acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. And there's a great scene with Mick and Lita. She's like, wow, we finally get to time travel. And I love the smell. How about we go see the runaways? And she doesn't say, you know, yes. Lita yeah, Ford. Where Lita Ford comes from. I think finally yeah. they only needed two. They only needed two right, to, to, to do yeah. it. We don't need to say it again. And, yeah. he, and he's like, well, it's a school night. How about, you know, this weekend? And and gives her a little kiss on the forehead, which is mm-hmm. just uh, very sweet. Yeah, nice. And the legends are leaving the club. And uh, Astra, I'm sorry, before they even come, Astra tells Constantine she's going to stay up here on uh, top side from hell and uh, live at his house. Gives him his coin, his rent. So he's got his soul back. And, uh, the team is leaving the club, all fucking wasted. Ava can taste the moon because she's fucking high as a kite. If you notice, because <laughs> Bayrod has to take his gummies back from her. Yeah, yeah. And as much moon, as I don't think it's gummies, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's trust me. The, the, the nonstop uh, Bayrod has a uh, Gideon making know, great I, gummies jokes. Yeah, yeah it's gummies. Right. Uh, but for a lot of, I can taste the moon. I've heard people say that uh, mm-hmm. on acid. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, you gotta figure if you've never gotten high and you eat like eight gummies, it's the same as fucking tripping, dude. Maybe, maybe. 
Oh, it is. <laughs> and uh, this is when we say goodbye to Charlie. She decides to stay in 1977. And we say goodbye to Maisie Richardson Sellers, who's been on the show since season two. Mm-hmm. Two different Which, roles. This, this feels pretty par for the course now. Is they always like they drop somebody at the end uh, of every every uh oh it's a constantly finale. changing cast yeah that, that, that's one that's the other thing to the that, point another thing so that like yeah like it, like it, it starts to feel not so special like now it's just got, oh i guess she's going now like that 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 didn't feel calamarked at all kind of thing it was kind of oh i guess she's gone now like that i mean i guess giving her that farewell song kind of shows you that they gave her one yeah. last like kind of fun thing but this never felt like uh, like it, it, whenever anybody else was leaving, it felt like, oh, no, they're on their way out kind of thing. This is just kind of, oh, she's gone now, too. OK, well, knowing um, that th- this the last three episodes were her story arc or her. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her final story arc is. Uh, yeah. Is these and I guess she was tied to the does. big bads or. Yeah. But she never and, really felt. I don't know. She didn't feel showcased as much as some well, of those other farewells. Well, it's also. It's not. It's not her total uh, farewell, Travis, because she oh, does yeah. come back a couple of times as a director and directs some of right. the best episodes of the show. Cool. I think she does two, and uh, in the next two seasons, and both of those. Uh, in fact, I think she does the one hundredth episode, uh, mm-hmm. or and, and maybe that's Katie. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know I just know the two uh, Maisie directs are heads and tails better than uh most of the other episodes she's cool. really good has a ton of talent and That's uh fun. and she was fun on the show i i love that she got to play two completely different parts i preferred charlie yeah uh to uh to amaya yeah yeah for sure agree a lot more fun yeah all right so the legends are leaving they say goodbye to her they tell you hey man you're, you're always gonna be a legend to charlie and they're all walking away and as they're walking away sarah gets beamed in a fucking outer space into mm-hmm. a fucking spaceship. Mm-hmm. But the red legends are too wasted to realize what's going on. And I've seen this episode. This is the third time I've watched it, maybe fourth for this. Mm-hmm. And again, I've never watched it with the subtitles on. As they're walking away, you hear Nate say, hey, man, he's all fucked up. Hey, I think I'll text Dion. Or is that too desperado? Yeah, I heard him say something about Desperado. Who's Dion? Dion, Dion Dionysus from the oh. the frat that he was like right, super right, like right, into. Right, right. He's funny. all fucked up and he goes, maybe I'll give him a fucking call. So he he loves him some fucking Dion. No, he's yeah. talking about the singer, yeah. uh, Warwick. Dion Warwick. He's like, I don't know what my future holds with this show. Maybe if I call Dion Warwick for three ninety nine a minute, she could tell me. <laughs> He's a great follow on Twitter lately. <laughs> Dion Warwick? Yeah, she's hilarious. She's very self-aware and kind of laughs about things. Oh, okay. I, I honestly I thought she was dead. No. Nope. Still kicking, man. That's good to know. Yeah. Anyway, Travis, thank you so much. Hey, this thank was you. So buddy. much fun. Yeah, it's been a blast for sure. And uh yeah, I would still be seeing you uh every other week. And and then back in Vancouver soon. And and I will be back uh back in the double G very soon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And everyone, happy holidays. Thanks for sticking mm-hmm. with the show. Also, remember, I will be, and I'm in the process of uploading all of the Gideon Guys shows onto its own feed on Anchor and Amazon Music and Apple, Apple Podcasts. So 
We want you all to subscribe to the Palm Podcast Network, but if you don't want to, we're going to have them all up there as well. And I encourage you to, even if you've heard them already, subscribe, give us a five star. I don't care what the fuck you say on it, <laughs> but said that doesn't matter. And uh, there, uh, I'll be promoting it through Twitter as long as that lasts, which is it's so much fun to watch that dumpster fire. Uh, <laughs> it really is. And uh, ooh, that's all I got to say right now. Again, happy holidays to everyone yeah. out there. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, adios, Gideon Gang. Yeah.